In life, we all know that some things can happen unexpectedly. Some may ultimately change your heart and shift your direction. This is a journey of love and how the Holy Spirit did exactly that. This is Triune Loves Me with Lori Garner. Hi and welcome back. This is Lori and I am so happy you decided to join me again today. It really does mean the world to me that you keep coming back and listening to my stories. Now, for those of you who have never listened to my podcast, if you go back and listen to to episodes 1 through 15, you will know my testimony and why I'm here. And then from there, we started doing a word study, and I was sharing a lot of my meditations with you as well and creating a short story for you, the listener. That's been exciting for me, and I hope you've enjoyed them as well. Today, I'm going to do a little bit different format. I've never done an interview-type format, but I've had a little bit of a pause in my life. My husband was in the hospital, and my parents were here, and I thought maybe I should venture out and do a interview-type podcast with my mom and let her share her testimony with you. She also has a story. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, your favorite chair, and let's share this time. Let me introduce to you my mother. Her name is Nova Rice, and I hope you listen to her story and you are touched by her story as well. Mom, you want to tell us your story? I love nothing more than to tell the world what God has done in my life. I'll start by saying that I'm not from a Christian background. My father was an atheist. My mother, I don't know where she was. There was never any prayer or a Bible or any of the sort at my house. But I grew up. I was happy. I loved fashion. I loved makeup. Um, and I love partying. I love to dance, my husband and I. You couldn't find us at home on, on a weekend. We were out dancing and friends and parties and this happy person, for whatever reason, which I still don't know, uh, I fell into a deep depression, anxiety. I wanted to die, but I was afraid to die. And I, but I was afraid to live. So. The party girl was no longer partying. I didn't go anywhere. I cried. I was scared of my own shadow. Uh, noise bothered me. I couldn't go to a restaurant. Just the fork and knife, uh, it drove me crazy. But the only thing that my husband would not give up was his bowling on Mondays. So he would go bowling and I would stay with a loaded gun by my side until he came home because I was scared to death to be alone. This went on, didn't drive for 10 years, in and out of the hospital, brain scan, brain waves. They'd tell my husband, she's as healthy as a jet pilot. There's nothing wrong with her. Take her to a psychiatrist. I did, I went to a psychiatrist. At that time, it was only $50 an hour. And he asked me, what about your marriage? Great husband. What about your two daughters? Great kids. What about finances? I'm not rich, but I'm comfortable. Well then, what's wrong? You know, and, well, I'll see you next week. Next week, same thing. I went out and I told my husband, I'm not that crazy. I'm not gonna give this doctor $50 a visit 
for me to tell him what's wrong with me, you know? So I didn't do that anymore. But this lady, I had a little fibroid tumor in my female organs. She said, that's what's happening. When a woman has something like that, it drives them crazy. So I went to my gynecologist and I lied. I said, I'm bleeding. And uh, really, yes, I'm bleeding badly. So I want a hysterectomy and take it all. He said, well, we can leave uh, something or other for hormones. I don't care, no, take everything out. So they scheduled me for surgery. My mom and dad that lived in Tampa came to Miami where I lived for my surgery. And they rode me into the OR and I was on the stretcher and I saw Jesus. Now I'm facing one way and he's behind me. I don't turn around, but yet I knew he was behind me. I saw him. So when I came out of the surgery, I told my mom and dad, Mom, Dad, I saw Joe Jesus in the operating room. That poor kid, she's going through a mental breakdown. Yes, honey, that's okay. But I did. That's fine, that's fine. So my husband at that time, there was no remote for your TV. So Mondays when he went bowling, I would watch Little House on the Prairie, Tic-Tac-Doe, and whatever. He said, babe, look, you don't have to get up. All you have to do is switch channels. That's great. As I'm surfing, I come across a channel with, I thought, crazy people. They have their hands up and they're singing and praising the Lord. I thought, oh my God. So I go on to my program. I wonder what the crazy people are doing. Let me go back. I went back. Oh, come on now. Go back to my program. Hmm. wonder what they're doing now. And I started hearing people give testimonies and I'm thinking, wow, that's what I'm feeling. They're talking about what I'm feeling. So anyway, I started watching more and more. The word says his word will not come back void. So anyway, when my husband came home, I turned the channel because now they're going to put me away. She's watching these crazy people. But I told him, I want to go to the church. And he said, okay. I said, Sunday we'll get dressed and go to church. We did. And he says, where to? I don't know. Just drive. We'll find the church. We did. We went in. Miami Shores Baptist. It was very nice. We left. We went again. And then for the following Sunday, I said, you know, there's a church on 125th Street. Let's start there. A few blocks down the road, there's another church that has a blue roof. Further down, there's another one. Let's start at 125th and work our way down and see what we like. Okay. But I called the TV station, Jen and Paul Crouch, and they prayed, Lord, lead Nilba to the church you want her at. So I went back and um, I thought when I went in, it was nice. I'm sitting down and the preacher comes and starts to preach and this lady puts her hand up. That's rude. You do that in school when you have to go to the bathroom and the preacher doesn't even acknowledge her. And then another hand and another hand. I thought these people are doing what the crazy people do on TV, you know? But when I left, I told Don, my husband, I think this is where God wants me. Well, don't make any rest decisions. We'll see. 
So we went a few times, and I called the pastor, Pastor Shell. He gave me an appointment, and I went, and I told him everything that I was feeling. I didn't drive for 10 years, nothing. I mean, it was horrible. It was the worst nightmare. And he said, I want to meet your husband. So my husband came in, and my husband told him, I don't believe any of this. I believe in God, but I don't believe any of this. But if it helps her, I will bring her. So then we left there, and he told me, I'll take you to church, but I am not going to Sunday school. I thought, well, I better not press my luck. So I said, okay. So we started going, and I started hearing the word. And it was awesome, you know, but I wanted more. I wanted more. So anyway, I arranged to be baptized. The ladies all at the church already knew me. They knew that my hair's always done, my makeup is always there. I can't wait to see nobody get in the tank. I gotta be there to see her come out of that tank. But they didn't know I was ready for it. I had my baseball cap and I was ready for it. I got baptized. And then I asked the pastor to marry my husband and I in the church, we did. And then I want more. I want more, it's not enough. I started a prayer group in my house, led by this young man that had just finished seminary school and inspired to be a preacher. And I started learning the word. Then one day, a Peruvian lady showed up and she came twice and she gave her testimony that she loved the Lord, but her husband was an atheist. And every time he sees her reading the Bible, he would take it and hit her over the head. They had just had a baby, but he fell sick and he was dying. He was in a hospital in Miami. And um, the next Sunday was my birthday and we're sitting at church and not an audible voice. I hear God tell me, I want you to go to the hospital and lay hands on this man. His name was Jose Pena. So we went and I went in and the nurse's station, he said, there's his room. I went in and it was empty. And uh, I thought, he's not there. And they said, no, look, they're rolling him in. So I waited for them to put him in. And I went in and he had his eyes closed. And I said, okay, Lord, what do I do now? If I put my hands on him, this man, I maybe have a heart attack. He opened his eyes and I said, the Lord has sent me here to lay hands on you. May I? And he nodded. I laid hands on him and left. I'm here to tell you that the next Christmas, this man was Joseph in our Christmas play. His wife was Mary and the baby was baby Jesus. Ever since I've had a feeling and I tell my daughter that I feel he wants me in the healing ministry. And I try to lay hands on people as much as I can. Not as much as I'd like to. I've done this many times and I've seen incredible miracles. And I tell you, what he's done in my life, it's just unbelievable. And now, he has given me the greatest gift. I see my, my daughter, my baby girl, going through the same journey that I went through. She tells me, Mom, you don't understand. It's not that I love Jesus. I'm in love with Jesus. And I see the stuff in, in her life, things that are happening to her. 
unbelievable things, you know, that um, only I think if you've gone through something like this can you understand what she's telling me. But I'm here to tell you, I was going down one road and he turned me around and he, the road he's put me in is awesome. I'm not afraid of living and I'm looking forward, not that I want to die, but I'm looking forward to meeting him face to face. So, and when I do, I've lost a daughter seven years ago to cancer. And I know in my heart that I'm going to see my baby again. And with that, I leave you. I love you. Follow him. You have nothing to do, lose but gain. Mom, thank you for sharing that beautiful testimony. I really do appreciate you sharing that with my listeners. I do hope it touches their soul. Now, I, I always leave my listeners with a scripture, and I know you have a favorite one, so please tell us what that might be. Oh, my scripture. Joel 2.25 I will replace all the years that the locust has eaten. And my daughter Lori made a plaque of that scripture, and it hangs on my wall. And he has replaced those 10 years that I lost to Satan. But he doesn't have me any longer. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. Wishing you an amazing week this week filled with abundant love. This is Laurie signing off. Be kind, be loved and be the amazing you. Please hit the subscribe button and the like button and leave me a comment. I truly would love to hear from you. This has been Triune Loves Me with Lori Garner. To learn more about Lori's unique journey, visit her blog, Triune Loves Me, at blogspot.com. And be sure to join Lori next time for another episode of Triune Loves Me.